You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. I'm the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. Check out my work there. On today's show, we're going to look at a few different things. We're going to get into the news. There was some few uh, really good newsworthy topics to talk about today. We're going to jump into the big event that happened on Boston College's campus on Monday. You're going to want to hear about that. And then finally, a reader asked a question about Jeff Halfley, and I want to answer that in our final segment. So let's jump in with the news. Now, I said I probably wouldn't talk about baseball again unless Sal Freelich was drafted or Mike Gambino for some reason lost his job. But I am lying today because on Monday, Sal Freelich was named the ACC Baseball Defensive Player of the Year, voted by the head coaches. He is the first individual major award winner in the program's 16-year ACC history. Now, he moved to outfield as a freshman. He's played there for the last two seasons. Uh, The first was cut short, and the second was uh, cut from injury, and the second one was from uh, the pandemic as well. Now, he played, obviously, really well this season. He had a 359 average, 443 on-base percentage, 559 slugging percentage, and was excellent in the field. So, you know, Sal Freelich is a name... Uh, it, it, when you talk about disappointment for this year, it, it was because they had a player like Freelick and they still weren't able to take the next step. You know, Freelick is going to be drafted this year. He's probably going to be an early first round draft pick. And it'll be great for Boston College fans to watch him do what he does in, at the major league level. But it's also kind of bittersweet that you get a guy that can hit so well. He's a first team all ACC. He's the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. And they, they still are second to last in the conference. So uh, there's that. But also there were other players that got honored as well. Joining Freelick on the all-ACC first team list were second baseman Cody Morissette and sophomore third baseman Luke Gold. Now Morissette heading into the season, you knew what he was going to do. And he did mostly what you expected. He hit 321. He missed some times because of a hand injury. Uh, but he slugged 497 with nine doubles, six home runs, and 33 RBIs. Now Luke Gold, he was someone that I thought was really impressive this year. He hit 316 and slugged 576 with nine home runs. Now, a lot of those home runs came early in the year, and I mean, they could have used his power later in the year, Uh, but he showcased, you weren't expecting the the raw power. So, you know, Morissette and Freelick are probably going to go, but I think there are some stepping stones that this team has, and Luke Gold, and then Emmett Sheehan was second team All ACC, and he had a 4.23 ERA and a 3.67 one in ACC play. Uh, he struck out 15 batters against Pittsburgh, so he also, you know, he along with Gold and some of these other kids that they have coming up are, are going to be the 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 block that hopefully the coaching staff can build on next year. Also in the news, there's more transfer news as Boston College defensive back Bryce Sebastian entered the transfer portal on Monday. He is the younger brother of Brandon Sebastian, who's been the starting cornerback for the last two seasons. He comes from Cheshire, uh, Connecticut. He was a redshirt sophomore. He was class of 2019, I believe, out of high school. Uh, obviously committed to Steve Adazio's class. Um, he he played in one game under Steve Adazio, and I believe it was one of the blowout games as a freshman, and we haven't seen anything from him. Now, the scouting reports on Sebastian 
question were, were promising. And I, I thought maybe he would find a role on Jeff Halfley's squad. And when I hear about what he could do, it was all about speed. And you know, he was a defensive back um, on the on the depth chart, but I also heard rumors of him floating around on offense. There were talk, talks about possibly using him on special teams. Now, it makes sense he answers the transfer portal because the special teams role basically is dried up. You're not going to find a spot there with Jalen Gill and Travis Levy back there, along with you know some of these freshmen that might be able to take uh, take spots too. A lot and Zay Flowers, you know Zay Flowers did some punt and kick returns, so he's not going to play a role there. You look at if he's going to play offense, as I've talked about at nauseum on this podcast, the wide receiver positions the deepest position group on campus, and he's got to be lower lower on that list. As much speed as he has, you don't hear his name around. Even guys like you know. Um, Taji Johnson and Ethan Williams. And then you have guys like Lewis Bond and Dante Reynolds that are coming. They're going to take that spot too. So he fell down on that list. And then secondary, I mean, gosh, BC has three starters already with um, Elijah Jones, his brother, Brandon Sebastian, and Josh DeBerry. And then, you know, you got super freshmen like CJ Burton and Sean Asbury that are coming in. There's just no room for Sebastian to play. And it makes sense. You know, it's weird if you think about it that, you know, his brother is on the team and he's going to transfer out. Uh, Not Brandon, but Bryce is going to transfer out. But it makes sense. And I think it works for all people, you know, in this situation. Now, Boston College, they get a full scholarship back that they can use in the transfer. I mean, not the transfer portal. They could if they wanted to. But uh, uh, recruiting, they can continue to build on the class of 2022 and make it, you know, add that um, scholarship to their roster count. That's good for them. If if they were like kind of hedging between 24 and 25 recruits, now they can add that extra recruit and get a guy in that could help this team next year if Sebastian wasn't going to be that guy. And for Sebastian, I always say this. I never judge a kid for making a decision. Um, I make I, I would judge it if like they were doing it to chase glory and and um, you know maybe I, I'd get a little critical on that. But like if a kid's not going to play, go find you know go chase a school that can get you some playing time. And, you know, I don't know what he looks like in practice. I don't know what he's been able to do or can't do. Um, but, you know, he's not going to play BC. Why not have him transfer? So it, it's kind of a win-win for everyone involved. If you like, you know, up-to-date Boston College news, you need to check out BC Bolton and my premium work too. Uh, we had a recruit that was a late offer that has a ton of SEC offers. I talked to him. You get to learn a little bit about what he's all about. Is uh, Dylan McKinney uh, from Texas. And also I've got... Uh, some news that I haven't seen uh, pop up on any other site about a kid that uh, recently uh, visited Boston College unofficially, and you're going to want to know who that is. That's all behind the premium wall. It's only a dollar for the first month. I really recommend you trying it out if you're really interested in BC uh, football news and football recruiting news. I'll be giving you all sorts of good inside information on that, but I'm not going to just tell you on that uh, <laughs> every show. I'll just give you a quick little plug there. Also, this is free stuff that you can check out. I, I can't believe it's already there. I'm starting my summer previews of of every single player on the Boston College roster. Now, if I have to stick with five days a week over the summer, we don't know if that's going to happen in June and July, I might start adding doing a player preview you know, a couple of show uh, to kind of fill it out so that I can kind of talk about each one. But on this website specifically, I started off my summer preview by talking about Jalen Gill. And I, I really, he's a name that I am really high on. And I think a lot of people are expecting big things. So it's called our stellar standard and subpar uh, performance preview. And you can check out all of my information on BC Bulletin and that's free. You can check that all out. 
And if you like this podcast, I've already told you, check out Locked on ACC. I co-host on Wednesdays with Candace Cooper. My day got changed, so check that out. It's on Wednesdays now. And it's Locked on ACC. Get that wherever you get your podcast. Now, let me tell you about rockauto.com. Are you in the process of doing work on your car? Why spend 30, 40, or 50% more when you could get it cheaper at rockauto.com? They have everything, whether it's engine control modules, brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks. Best of all, their prices are reliably low for everyone. All you need to do is head over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how about, how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. I wanted to talk about graduation because on monday boston college graduated you know their their senior class and i want to first of all give, give a big round of applause to to a class that dealt with something that i don't think any boston college group of seniors have dealt with maybe since you know back to the flu back in the early 1900s and that was this pandemic covid-19 I, you know, I'm a Boston College grad, and I remember all the social things that I did there, whether it was mid-March or, you know, senior formal or decades day. I remember all of that good stuff. And I don't know what it would have been like to have all of that stripped away, to not be able to go out with my friends whenever I wanted to because of this pandemic. You know, even just like having house parties, having, you know, you know, people over on a Friday night to have beers and, and play music and have friends over and, and just, you know, do the fun stuff like beer pong and stuff like that. To not have that, it feels like you're missing a piece of college. And then, of course, this is a sports podcast. For a year and a half, you were not able to see any BC sports. And, you know, before that, you got a whole bunch of Steve Adazio and Jim Christian, which is a whole other thing. But that that stinks. And I want to give a big round of applause to this senior class because you guys are special. You did something very hard. You were able to do it. I'm sure you all are, you know, you heard it all from Father Leahy and David Brooks today, who was the best uh, from the New York Times, who was the special guest um, commencement speaker. But. Really, you did something special, and hopefully that'll be the end of this. But, you know, I want to welcome you to the alumni group to thank, you know, thank you all. And I hope you uh, stay, stay true to BC because, you know, I graduated 15 years ago. or 15, almost 15 years now. It's, it is 15 this year. Um, and I always, everything about Boston College is special to me. And I, I remember all of those special events with my friends. That's where I met my wife. That's where, I mean, we did our pregnancy pictures there. We did, I mean, you name it. BC means a lot to me. And it does for a lot of people that have graduated from that school. So I hope you do too. And, you know, go to the games still as, you know, as alumni. Young alumni events are awesome. I You know, I don't know if they're going to do it again this year. But one of my favorite events as an alumni was uh, Christmas at Fenway. Now, if you're a donor, all you have to donate is like, you know, if, if you're broke and you're out of college and you can't afford much it's like 10 20 bucks you can you can do it and you get free food for the night and free booze but you go to Fenway Park you get to go into their uh, EMC club with all other BC grads and have drinks and cocktails and they do all sorts of fun activity not like they have music they have like the BC choir play you know they have Father Leahy speak they have a guest speaker it's a lot of fun 
Um, so just, you know, just stick, stay with BC and, and, um, I hope lockdown Boston college will help you stay connected with it. So, cause I know you'll have your social events that you'll do with your friends, but you know, maybe if you're a big BC fan and now that you're off campus, you're looking for some place to get your BC news. I, I got you covered. Um, you're not going to find someone, anyone else out there that does this every single day, uh, in an audio format. And I do all my work on written, written, uh, written ways as well. So, um, you know, it's a big day for your graduation. I hope you guys got beautiful weather. I, th- I was expecting after yesterday when it was like 90 degrees, that was going to be hot. And I know I remember that my graduation was really hot. Um, but, you know, just just remember like all the great times that you had, whether it was um, I, I hope you guys got to stay up the night before graduation and and do all those pictures in front of uh, in Linden Lane and all that good stuff. But cheers. I'm, I'm raising my my metaphor. I'm not drinking a beer right now because I'm recording, but I'm raising my glass to you all, all to the class of 2021. Congratulations. In a moment, we're going to talk about Jeff Halfley, and I'm going to look at a question one of our readers had about Jeff Halfley's status with Boston College. But let's first, let's get into betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as the teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Head on over to BetOnline your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. Uh, I want to thank you all. I, I noticed I went to iTunes the other day and I noticed there was a whole bunch of new five-star reviews. Um, if you want to, I'll be doing in, in the next week or so another five-star Friday. I won't do it again this week because it's kind of overkill if I do it every week. I'll do it every other week. Uh, so if you want to get your five-star review in there, it helps tremendously. It gets us um, more visibility. And the more visibility we get, the more this, this show can grow and, and the further I can go with this. And that'll be a lot of fun. So head on over to Apple iTunes if you do. Give us a five-star review, and I hope you uh, do that. Now, I, you know, it's not a mailbag day for me, but uh, Nick Kleppel, who is one of my favorite uh, re- listeners and readers of my work, he sent me a message on Twitter that asked a question, and I wanted to um, acknowledge it and, and get into it. He said, love to get a segment on when you think BC should start becoming proactive and start di- discussing contract extension with Jeff Halfley. Now that's a great question. So we, because Boston college is a private school, we're not um, privy to knowing what Jeff Halfley's contract deals deal is. We don't know the uh, terms of it. We don't know how the years, money, any of that. Um, but usually when you're looking at a, a first year head coach at a school, it's going to be five or six years. So he's probably on year two of five. Um, but you always want to have your coach you know, extended to four years. You want to have like, so that when you are recruiting, you can say that like, Hey, I'm locked in for four years. I'll, you know, this is going to, the school's committed to me. I'm going to commit to you. So for four years, they, they can do that. And, you know, I think that's, you know, that's a, a fair thing to think. And I think the end of this year will be the perfect time for Jeff Halfley to get that extension. So say he has a good season, you know, the, the BC, they win, you know, eight, nine games. They're they're ranked. You know, that's gonna that's going to be when other programs are gonna start, you know, sniffing around. They're gonna go, hmm, there's something going on in Chestnut Hill. That's a school that no one cares about. Let's steal their coach. So 
I think that would, you know, if that's what happens, Boston College needs to, after the season, really get that contract in because they need to make that extension. And the extension, it, it will be a no-brainer. And, and it, you know, they would probably do that if it was any coach. If it's a coach they like, they will extend them to keep them on a four-year contract. Now, I've seen a lot of people over the years complain about Steve Adazio's extension, Jim Christian's extension, all this other stuff. But I feel like, just this is kind of a side note here, that those extensions were just so that they could run the program. Now, you may not like it because you're seeing the optics from your perception of what those guys were doing. We're like, why are they extending them? But if you don't want the, the program to be blasted back to the Stone Age because these two coaches can't recruit at all, even it, say what you will, but what they rec- could recruit at, in general, they needed those extensions. They needed to be able to at least say to recruits, hey, we'll be here, you know, and they're all the recruits for like, Jim Christian would probably like, yeah, sure. But that's that's just that's standard fare. We didn't get to see what the buyout rates on any of these coaches are. Um, sometimes we're able to find the contract um, notes if you if you ever find like BC's end of the year filing. Sometimes you can you can figure it out. Uh, but right now we don't know what Halfley made. We don't know what his contract is, and we're gonna have to wait to figure that out. So you know, I think at the end of the season would be good. And I think he needs a, an extension because you want to make sure that he can continue to recruit at the level that he needs to. And B you're right. He needs to get a raise too. Like, you know, I don't know what his, his salary is and how commensurate it is to other schools in the ACC, but he, he deserves to get an, uh, uh, a, um, bump up. And that obviously if they play well, if they don't play well, then, you know, don't bump him up yet, but I, I got a feeling that's going to happen. So you want to bump him up so that he feels respected, that he feels like, you know, the school is buying into me because I think that's the other big thing is, you know, I've talked about this on the podcast before. Many people believe, and I, I agree that I at times think this, that he's just going to use Boston College as a stepping stone. But more and more people I talk to don't think so. That They think that, you know, unless it's like, you know, a big time program, like top, you know, top five or an NFL program that is not a complete disaster, like, you know, not the New York Jets, um, that he could figure out a way to stay at Boston College for a while. So I think he's going to stay and you just got to make sure that he feels, you know, that he feels appreciated. So if he's doing his job, pay him and do it at the end of the season. I think that's what was going to need to happen. And I think the, the the program itself, like, you know, Boston College has this reputation. You see the older fans on Twitter nonstop. They're cheap. They're cheap. They're cheap. They're cheap. They're cheap. You hear all the time. And yes, up until about two years ago, that was exactly right. But you you need to look at what they have done, at least for football. Um, we can't say about basketball yet. We'll, we'll talk about that when it gets further down the line. But for football, they they gave a big raise to Azar Abdul Rahim. They gave an extend a, a bigger coaching pool for Jeff Halfley to extend his staff when he first took the job. They put more money into him. They put more money into his staff. That shows that the program and the school have changed. So the the BC's cheap um, talking point, at least for football, is is not true and the the people that continue to harp on that are wrong so 
I think that Boston College, when it when it comes down to it, they're going to do what's right for Jeff Halfley, and they're going to do. I think they're going to. They see what you know, what kind of culture he's brought to Boston College, what he's been able to do for this football program, and what he's doing to the school, and and the positive uh, publicity he's bringing, and they'll pay him. Um, and we'll, we'll see who else will try to up that. But I think he, I think BC will at least be able to keep him for a while. And uh, that's just my two cents on that. So this is AJ Black. We're going to wrap up our conversation here. We'll be back tomorrow for more discussion about Boston College football. You can check me out on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. You can find our Twitter page for the, for the site, I mean for the podcast, excuse me, at LockedOnBC. You can also find my work at BCBulletin.com. And BC Bulletin is available basically on any social media. You can find us on, on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, we are there. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you do, please make us part of your routine. You know, if you like to work out listening to me talk, uh, good, I guess. Um, but if you like, you know, listening on on your commute, if you like it when you're doing quiet work and reading emails, whatever you like, I hope you continue making this part of your routine. Now, this is AJ Black. I'll see you all again tomorrow for another show. Take care, everyone.